0: You are listening to the Marriage Mindset Podcast with Heather Flake, episode number six, Marriage and the Model. Welcome to Marriage Mindset, where I teach you how to get your brain on board in order to create more joy and connection in your marriage today. I'm Heather Flake, a member of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints and Certified Life Coach. I'm here to show you that regardless of your spouse's choices, you can experience joy, peace, and connection in your marriage if you want to. It's up to you and yours for the taking, and I'm going to show you how. Let's go. Hello! Happy Monday! What is happening? Don't you feel like Mondays just come around so quickly now? I do, but I love it. I'm here for it. I love love me a good Monday. Alright, welcome everybody. Today we are going to be talking about marriage and the model. I'm going to be explaining to you what the model is. The model is the main tool that I use when I coach my clients, and it's the main model I use to like take care of my head and my mental health. So I'm super excited to share it with you guys. Um, Last week we talked about what determines if we are a good wife or not, right? and we talked through all of those things. So you can go back and listen to that if you haven't, but today I'm just kind of building on that. We're gonna talk about our thoughts and why our thoughts are so important and why they matter and all of that good stuff. So let's jump right in. All right, so the model was not created by me. I wish I could say it was, but it was definitely not me. Brooke Castillo of The Life Coach School created the model. And when I went through coach training in 2020, this is when I learned how to teach the model and use the model and all of that good stuff. So super excited to share it here with you today. I'm a very visual learner. So I'm like, oh, I need my flip chart. I need people to see, but I'm gonna just do my best to explain it to you. And if you have questions, you know where to find me. All right, so the model is broken down into five different things and it's circumstance, thought, feeling, action, result. So C-T-F-A-R, right? Now, before I even tell you what the model is and what it consists of and how it works, I need you to know something that you are going to probably forget. Like I forget and my clients forget, but I just want to put it out there. This model is not, its purpose is to not make you happy all of the time. A lot of the times when I teach my clients this and we start going and using it, they think that they should just be happy all the time because of some of the things that you'll learn from this model, but that's not true. The model is simply a tool to help show you what your thoughts are creating for you. The model is a way to look at a specific incident or a specific something that has happened in your life and get some leverage over it. The model is not to make you feel better. It's simply to help You understand what you're feeling because of your thoughts and what the result of all of that is. All right. So let's start with the C line, as we call it. C stands for circumstance. A circumstance is a fact. Facts, as we all know, are facts. Okay? There's a huge difference between facts and thoughts, and I'll talk about that in a minute. But a circumstance is something that could be proven in a court of law. A circumstance is something that everyone in the world could agree upon. A circumstance is neutral, meaning it's not good, it's not bad, it just is. It's something that exists in the world. So let me give you some examples of circumstances. The weather outside, like the number, it's, you know, 102 degrees where I live today. That's a circumstance. The number when I stand on a scale, when I stand on the scale and I see 140, that's a circumstance. Words people have said to me. So my husband says, hey, you're the sexiest woman I've ever seen. Circumstance. If someone says to me in the grocery line, hey, you are so slow and ugly. That's a circumstance. That's a fact, right? Words people said. Things people do um, actions people have taken. So my baby spit up on me. That's a circumstance. Joe Biden is the president of the United States. Circumstance fact. Okay. Um, being in a car accident, that's a circumstance, right? The person that your mother-in-law is circumstance. Okay. These things are the facts. Now, What happens is we have circumstances, there's facts happening all the time, and then we make so much meaning around these circumstances. So the next line in the model is T, and that stands for thought. So every time we have a circumstance, we have thoughts about the circumstance, right? So let's just use the number on the scale, for example. So let's say I stand on the scale and it says 140, I'm gonna have a thought about that. Maybe my thought is, oh my gosh, I'm so embarrassed. Maybe the thought is, I have no self-control. Or maybe the thought is, yay, I'm so proud of me. Or maybe the thought is, yep, that's my weight. Whatever, like you're, you, you attach some meaning to the circumstance. So you have a thought. And then another kind of fun way to think about thoughts are just the sentences in your brain. That's what a thought is, right? A sentence in your brain is a thought. Now, anytime you have a thought, it creates an emotion in your body, all right? This is a massive truth bomb. Stop what you're doing and hear me. Thoughts create feelings. Did you hear that? Thoughts create feelings. Sentences in your brain generate emotions in your body, all right? We're confused. We think that circumstances create how we feel. We think that 140 pounds is responsible for me feeling disappointed, or we think that 140 pounds is responsible for me feeling joy. We think that those circumstances create how we feel, but that is not true. And that's really good news. If circumstances were responsible for our feelings, that means everyone in the world would have to feel the exact same about any given circumstance. And heaven knows that is not the case, right? So it's thoughts. And I'm, and even if this is new for you, I just want you to start thinking about it and recognizing this in your life. Anytime you think something, it creates a feeling in your body, right? When I think, just like we talked about last week, that's why I was saying this is so important. If I think I'm a good wife, that makes me feel happy. It makes me feel grateful, right? When I think, man, I'm not a very good wife, It makes me feel discouraged and sad and bad. Your thoughts create your feelings, okay? Feelings is the F line in the model. Feelings, emotions, right? What what more can we say? An emotion is, so what happens is your brain has a thought and then your brain releases a chemical into your body and you experience that feeling as a vibration, right? So feelings generate action. So anytime we feel an emotion, we do things and then we don't do things, right? So if I feel happy, maybe my action is I I listen to a happy song. Maybe I I'm, I'm nice to other people. I go on a run, whatever, right? I take action. If I'm feeling discouraged, maybe my action looks like binging a show on Netflix, eating some Oreos, crying in my bed, not talking to other people, whatever. But I just want you to see that your emotions dictate your actions. Okay. And then actions, aka the things that you do in your life, the things that you don't do in your life, create results. Okay. Results are simply just the effect of your actions. So the result is just the thing that happens when you do and you don't do certain things. Let me give you a few more disclaimers about the model. When you do a model, the thought line just needs one thought, and it can't be a question. So if my thought is, what what the heck is wrong with me, if that's my thought, I need to just go ahead and answer that to put it in the model. So I would just say, you know, I'm overweight, and that's a problem, or or whatever, okay? When you do the feeling, when you put the emotion in there, same thing. Just pick a one-word emotion. I've found as I've done this work the last couple years, sometimes it's hard for us to identify how we feel, right? So you can just ask yourself, like, what's happening in my body? What does this feel like? And just try to pick a one-word emotion, and then when it comes to your actions, you just ask yourself, okay, when I'm feeling disappointed, what do I do? Or when I'm feeling overwhelmed, what don't I do? And you can list as many things as you do and you don't do. And it's important to ask both sides. Okay, when I'm excited, what what action am I taking? And what action am I not taking when I'm excited? Like it's helpful to see you want, you want that to be inclusive. Okay, and then your result line, you are the only person that can show up in your result line. Meaning my husband can't jump in there, my children, my Relief Society president, like... Only I show up in the result line because I'm only in control of me. All right. So let's, let's, let's run more, one another example. So the circumstance, let's just say, is I am a wife. So we'd say I'm married to Devin Flake. That's a fact, right? I could show you my marriage certificate. Like everyone in the world would agree on that. My thought is I am not a good wife okay when i think that i'm not a good wife that makes me feel discouraged okay when i feel discouraged my action line may might look like this i'm i uh, i turn inward meaning i don't really talk to devin when i'm discouraged i want to be alone i kind of shut down okay um what, what don't I do? Yeah, I don't communicate. I don't try to do things that will allow me to connect with my spouse. I feel sorry for myself. I spin in self-doubt. And so the result or the effect that all of that has is I just, I prove to myself that I'm not a good wife because see, I'm not talking to my husband. I'm not even trying. I'm just spending all this time alone feeling bad about me. And that's creating more feelings of badness for me. So the result is just me proving to myself that I'm not good. Does that make sense? But other people can't show up in my result line. Remember that because we can't control them. And something else that you need to know is you will always find proof of your thought in the result line. Okay? Um, We can, let's do another example. In the circumstance line, let's put something that our spouse has said to us. Devin and I have this running joke, and so I'll just use this example. Um, He will ask me sometimes, he'll say, hey, did you exercise today? And y'all look out, like immediately I feel defensive. So let's walk through this. Let's walk through my model. So the circumstance is just my husband asking a question. It's a fact, it's neutral, it's not good, it's not bad. He says words, those words are, did you exercise today? Then I have lots of thoughts and I'm just gonna pick one thought to look at and a thought that I frequently think when he asks me that question is, oh my gosh, he thinks I'm lazy. When I think, oh my gosh, he thinks I'm lazy. That makes me feel defensive. When I'm defensive, what do I do? Well, A, I judge him. I'm like, why do you care? Why don't, did you exercise? You should be exercising too. Like I'm, I'm very judgmental. And then I'm very short in my answer. I'm just like, yeah, of course I did. Right? Meaning I don't expound. I'm like, yeah, it was so great. Do you want to hear all about it? Or I'm like, no, I didn't. I'm not feeling well today. I decided to sleep in. Like I don't connect and communicate. I don't actually genuinely answer his question. And I also just like spin in doubt. I start to doubt kind of myself and I'm doubting like, well, why does he care that I exercise? And I just spin in all of this, like self doubt and defensiveness and anger. And the result of all of that is I'm aggressive in my response. And I notice that I'm like tying my worth as a person to exercise. Okay. And that's my result. That's what my actions are creating for me. So notice when I think, oh my gosh, he thinks I'm lazy. The result that that creates for me is I'm actually really lazy in my response. I'm just like, yeah, of course. And I'm judgmental and I'm aggressive. And then I start to question, I'm like, oh, am I lazy? Did I exercise hard enough? And if I didn't exercise, I for sure believe that I'm lazy. Like it's just kind of hilarious. But so do you see how there's some proof for that thought in my result? Like by me thinking that he thinks I'm lazy, I prove to myself some laziness. Isn't that interesting? And that's how it always works. You'll always find proof of your thought in your result line. But I also want you to notice like, I I think he thinks I'm lazy and then that thought makes me feel defensive. When I'm defensive, I judge him, I'm short, my answer is very lazy, I don't actually tell the truth. And then he can't show up in my result. The result line can't be my husband's so judgmental, right? Like it does not work that way. That's just one of the rules. Other people don't get to be in your model. So that's just kind of an example of how this works, but the main reason I'm telling you the model today, and we're just gonna focus on facts and thoughts today. I want you to recognize that your relationship is literally thoughts, okay? Hear me out for a second. So it's you and your spouse, right? And your spouse has all of these thoughts about themselves and your spouse has all of these thoughts about you, and then your spouse has all of these thoughts about your marriage, your relationship as a whole, right? And guess what? So do you. You have lots of thoughts about yourself. You have lots of thoughts about your spouse. You have lots of thoughts about your relationship with your spouse and marriage, okay? And it's those things that create the reality of your marriage. So relationships really are just thoughts, I always tell clients, I'm like, listen, the best way to kind of test out the strength of your relationship or how you're feeling, like do do a check-in with yourself is to to first, the easiest way is just like, how are you feeling? Like if you're feeling discouraged or if you're feeling excited or you're feeling like it's going really well, ask yourself what the feeling is. And then obviously those feelings are coming from your thoughts. So the quality of your relationship and the goodness of it and the enjoyment of it 100% depends on the thoughts that you have about your relationship. And I, I believe this too. It's just like you perceive someone by the way that you think about them, right? Like you just think your spouse is this way that they are just, this is just the person they are, but really that's just the way that you perceive them to be, or it's just your thoughts about them. So, It's so important that you know what your thoughts are. So that's what I'm gonna tell you. If you are struggling in your marriage or in your relationship, if it's just feeling really hard and not fun and it's not like it used to be, you need to check in with your thoughts. What are your thoughts right now? And I promise you, they're versions of, well, he's just not fun anymore. Or, well, he's overweight and he's not super handsome anymore. And he's not fun and we just don't connect anymore. We're tired. Our children are in a difficult spot. And so that's making my life really stressful and it's hard. I don't have time. All of those things are creating those things, again, air quotes, are your thoughts. It's those thoughts that are creating your feelings, those feelings create your actions, those actions create the result. So what I wanted to invite you to do today is what I call a thought download. So a thought download is literally just sitting down with a piece of paper and a pen and getting all of the thoughts out of your brain. You can call it a brain dump, um, whatever you wanna call it, but just sit down and ask yourself, what do I think about my spouse? Or what do I think about my marriage? Or how am I feeling in my marriage? How do I think about me? And then go, your brain has so many thoughts and you need to let them out. So often we just keep our thoughts inside of our brain. And then we feel so confused as to why we're feeling so stressed and heavy and overwhelmed and burdened and all of that stuff. Well, it's because of the thoughts in your head. And a lot of the times we feel shame We feel so much shame for what we think about our spouse. And we're so bad, we cannot believe that we think that. That is just horrible. And I just want to tell you, it's just a thought. And thoughts have no power over you until you give them meaning, until you attach meaning to them, right? But even then, we can just change them. We can stop attaching that meaning. We can choose to believe something different. You are 100% in control of your thoughts. So the best way to transform your relationship is to transform your thoughts. But in order to do that, you are going to need to know what your thoughts are. So that's what I want to invite you to do. And I think there's three main questions that you can ask that'll be really helpful for your relationship that you want to know your thoughts about. First, what do you think about yourself? What do you think about your spouse? And what do you think about your relationship slash your marriage as a whole? Answer those questions, you guys. It'll be groundbreaking. And then when you see those thoughts, you're going to want to judge them. You're going to want to feel shame. You're going to want to feel guilt. You're going to want to feel confused and exhausted and see You're going to want to feel hopeless, maybe. Maybe I'm way off. Maybe you'll feel really excited and grateful and happy because you're enjoying your relationship. But I'm telling you, you'll see a correlation. If you're feeling bad in your relationship and you're struggling, you'll see that reflected in your thoughts and vice versa. So allow your thoughts to get out, and then you can't judge it. You guys, it won't work. You've got to use C squared compassion and curiosity as you examine your thoughts. You can go through them and look through them and just be curious like, hmm, I wonder why I'm thinking this. I wonder what else might be true. I wonder why this feels so important to me to believe. And just be, just be compassionate. Man, it makes sense that I would think this. This is hard right? Like be nice to yourself. Imagine this is your best friend that's telling you these things. What would you respond to them with? How would you, how would you deal with it? Right? So I just want to invite you to do that. And I just want you to know that the quality of your relationship depends upon the quality of your thoughts and the quickest and best and most effective way to change your relationship is to change your thoughts. And that's something that I can help you do. And I'm not telling you that you just need to think positively. No, people get so confused. That's not what I'm saying. I'm not just saying, no, Well, will just, just have positive thoughts and get a rubber band and smack yourself with a rubber band. Every time you think a negative thing about your husband, uh, uh-uh. uh, no, I'm telling you, know what your thoughts are, question them, and then decide intentionally what else you want to believe. Like this is reframing your belief system. This is reframing your thoughts in order to get and create the marriage you want. But do you see already how this is starting to work when I tell you that I can help you create the marriage that you want and I can help you create connection and joy and peace in your relationship? I We do that through your thoughts. And we do that through actually understanding these are the facts, sister. And all the rest of this, all the drama, all these things you think are facts are just thoughts. It's just a thought you are in control of your thoughts, you get to choose, you always get to decide what you will make circumstances mean. Circumstances come and go. A lot of the times we don't control our circumstances, but you always get to decide what you are going to make circumstances mean. It's like that amazing quote from President Nelson that says, the joy of our life has very little to do with the circumstances And I'm going to butcher this quote, but everything to do with our choices, right? Like your, your joy is not dependent upon your circumstances. Your joy is dependent upon what you choose to make those circumstances mean. And I believe that with my entire heart and it is a game changer, especially within the context of your marriage. So try this on and check it out. And even if you don't do the exercise, just start noticing that thoughts create your feelings and notice how real that is. Start noticing the thoughts you have in your marriage. Start noticing the thoughts you have about you, the thoughts you have about your husband or your wife, and you'll notice that that's totally creating how you feel. And and that matters so much. So next week, we'll dive into emotion and feelings and how those create our actions. And it's going to be awesome. So don't miss it and start paying attention to your thoughts because that's creating the reality of your marriage today. I promise you. And the good news is you can change your thoughts. And if you need help, I'm your girl. You can sign up for a free discovery call with me. We can talk about all the things, all the thoughts that you're having and all the ways you wish it was different and how it can get you there. It's so possible and it's an amazing work to do and it matters. All right, y'all, have a beautiful rest of your week and we'll see you here next Monday. Take care. Thank you so much for joining me here today on Marriage Mindset. I hope that you enjoyed what you heard and that you can take some of the things we talked about and apply them in your marriage. If you're looking for more one-on-one help, I'm currently taking new clients. You can visit heatherflakecoaching.com to sign up for a free discovery call where we can chat about all the things that you're struggling with and figure out if we might be a good fit for each other. Thanks so much for tuning in and we'll see you here next Monday.